Welcome to an episode of D's Nuggets. Yes, this is your host, Dejan Rose, and I am here to share a relationship episode with you. Today's episode is going to be on self-sabotage, and this is for people who are specifically in relationships. Even though these principles can be applied to any relationship, I'm going to focus on couples. So if you are coupled, if you are booed up, you're married, you're in a relationship, you're with your loved one, your confidant, your best friend, all those things that your king, your queen. Yes, I am talking to you. I am going to drop nuggets on you today. Um, but the question of the day is, are you looking for something to go wrong in your relationship? And you're specifically digging for things to go wrong in your relationship. Now think about that for a moment. If you're that type of person, you are self-sabotaging your future. And I'm going to provide some good examples here of the type of people that like to self-sabotage relationships. So let me start here. I don't even want to waste your time. I'm going to get straight to the point. If you're a drama queen, if you're a drama king, and you're moody and unpredictable. You have attitudes a lot. You change lanes quite often. And what I mean by changing lanes, you don't know how to stay consistently in one lane on cruise control. You're constantly shifting. Nobody can predict how you're going to be. So they're always on walking on eggshells around you. You're self-sabotaging your relationship. Why? Because nobody likes you. You cause drama. You're the problem. And you don't know how to control your own mood. What's happening to you? It sucks to be around you. I don't like specifically drama queens, drama kings. So I keep my distance and hopefully you guys do the same. And if you are one, I'm going to drop nuggets on how not to be a drama king or a drama queen but if you are one, you are self-sabotaging your relationship and you need to know that. So next, if you have an excuse after an excuse, this is another example if you're trying to self-sabotage your relationship. If you have an excuse after excuse after excuse. I've even heard some excuses start from the womb. I was born that way. Oh, you was born a hothead? You was born a fighter? In a relationship? You was, oh, oh, because your dad left you when you was a kid. That's, oh, that's your excuse. You were always that way. Oh, everybody does it. Those are the excuses that they like to use in order to validate whatever they're doing wrong. Because you don't need an excuse for what you're doing, right? But they have excuse after excuse after excuse for the things they do wrong. And they don't know how to take ownership of what they're doing. So... If you are one of those type of people, guess what? You, I don't think you're going to last. If you do last, it's going to be frustrating. It's going to suck. And uh, I, <laughs> I hope you get a lot of counseling. But next, ooh, mm, this example, ooh, it, it hits home. For those who like to complain, for people who love to complain. Ah, oh, I got an example for you. I went out on a date one time, went to this restaurant. I told this girl, you know what? I'm, I'm hungry. I'm, I'm feeling good. You know, 
It's Friday night. I just got paid. Go ahead and order whatever you want on the menu. I got you, boo. It's going to be a bomb night. It's like prom night. You know what I'm talking about? It should be ending with, I want to see fireworks by the end of the night, but no. Guess how it started? With her complaining. And immediately I was turned off. Out of everything that she could have ordered on the menu, guess what she focused on? What she didn't want. It's, <laughs> it's horrible when people like to complain. And after that, oh, what about this? And, uh, and they like to nitpick and be petty over the little things. I don't like, I don't, did they, did they, did they, did they smile at you? Who cares? Do I need to smile in order to make my day bright? No. They love complaining. So immediately I was turned off. Guess what? There was no fireworks. I saved my fireworks for the next one. And uh, everything worked out. But at least I knew how to get out of that right away. I wasn't going to entertain somebody that's going to try to bring me down. No. If you're complaining all the time, or if you complain a little of the time, watch it. Because you could be self-sabotaging your relationship and not even know it. Here's another example. If you make poor choices and you react on impulse because you're living in the now, you don't realize that eventually there's going to there's going to be some type of recourse in the future. You're going to have to deal with this afterwards and you make those poor choices, you're self-sabotaging your relationship. Know how to make choices with the future in mind, with other people in mind specifically your loved ones and how they're going to have to deal with your mess, trying to clean it up or deal with you because you're reacting on an impulse. You live in the now. You don't know how to make good decisions. Next, here's another example. If you have a victim mentality, everything happens to you. Oh, no. You're always the victim. Everybody's out to get you. You can never do wrong because you're the angel. And, oh, everybody treats you so bad. No one knows how to talk to you right. Nobody loves you enough. No one can give you enough hugs. You never got enough gifts for Christmas. And you never got enough money on your birthday. You are a victim and I need to get over it. You're you're an adult for number one. Own up. Actually, you know what? You make mistakes too. Everyone does damage in the relationship. The goal is to do the least amount of damage. So therefore, you're both experiencing the best of life. That's what you want in a relationship. That's what you're in it for. So for those of you who have victim mentalities, guess what? You're a criminal too. You're a smooth criminal. (laughs) And you need to get over it. So let me get to these last few here because I'm giving you some good examples. I just want you to recognize who you are if you don't know who you are. Some of you may even know it. But you try to use these excuses of why you are the way you are and you think the other person is just supposed to accept you. No, you could be left kicked to the curb because they can find someone that's better than you. They don't have to deal with that. Life is about living and making it the best experience possible. Next, if you are a pessimist, you're always talking negative. And this is a little bit different than people that are complaining. These are people that have negative self-talk. 
So they're always downplaying themselves. They don't even know how to meet their own goals. They're always talk, talking down to a situation. Hey, babe, wouldn't it be a great idea if we went on a vacation? We got all this money saved up. I'm going to go ahead and plan everything out. or I'm going to go ahead and take care of it. Uh, I don't really feel like it. Vacation. Why do you want to go there? Last time I know somebody got mosquito bites or, or they got, you know, they got deadly hornets there. <laughs> it's the pessimist. Think about where you can go and enjoy and have memories and experiences and explore, have adventures, extravaganzas, spread love. You can do all of that if you're focused on the positive. So all you pessimists out there and you're always downplaying yourself, you're downplaying others, you're not even putting that positive energy thoughts into your relationship you're doing damage you're working in the opposite direction you got to know how to turn that around oh this one right here as i'm talking to myself you know what they said that teaching is the highest form of learning so when i get a chance to listen to these episodes myself because i play it back i get a chance to review and learn all over again because teaching is the highest form of learning so this next example is people who like to stay quiet and I'm talking to myself. And when I first got married, I was an internal processor and I stayed quiet a lot when I should have addressed issues. And I, it was a habit that I had from when I was a kid. I was able to get away with not expressing my emotions. And some guys are allowed to do that. And it's not good. I'm a, we're going to talk about some future episodes of how we can, we can repair that. But staying quiet, you're doing damage. It's like inhaling, but never exhaling. It's taking that puff and you're never blowing it out. After that, it becomes toxic in your own self. And you got to know how to let that out the right way. Because eventually you're going to boil over and it's going to be hell for anybody that's around or anybody that caused damage. I pray for their soul. Because <laughs> eventually it's going to come out. But you don't want it to come out so negative. You got to let it out in doses versus exploding. All right. So if you're staying quiet, you are the problem. You have to bring up issues. You have to talk about things and you have to do it timely. I'm going to jump into that later on. That's going to be a nugget about communication. But if you're staying quiet, you're causing problem. Last but not least, if you're looking to have revenge, if you have grudges or if you're extremely jealous you're self-sabotaging your relationship. And <laughs> it's funny that some people get so jealous over having what other people envy and want. You got somebody that's beautiful, intelligent, successful, on top of their game. They're always creating and being innovative. And they're, you know, they got all this ambition Everybody's attracted and drawn to it and you're getting jealous over it. They know how to dress. They know how to go out and, ooh, they strut their stuff. Ooh, down the, down the walkway, just boom, pop, boom. Ooh, I can, ooh look, I can see it. And um, I'm going to look. But don't hate on it because the same thing that caught your attention is what's going to catch other people's attention. So just know how to appreciate what you have. Don't get jealous over what you got. It doesn't make sense. Don't hold grudges. Don't seek for revenge. Not if you forgave. Don't hold the grudge. 
Don't always throw it back in their face, especially if it had nothing to do with you in the first place. Ooh, that's a juicy. Ooh, that, that I'm preaching better than your amen right now. If you're trying to throw up dirt in their face because they were so honest with you and say, hey, this was an issue in my past, but I, I never brought that into this relationship. Ooh. Why would you do that? Why would you hold on to something that they may have done wrong in the relationship and you're, you're now seeking revenge? You're looking for an opportunity to punch them in the face, to sucker punch them when they're not watching. That ain't good. That's the way to self-sabotage a relationship. So let me jump right into this next one right here. For those who like to be a detective in your relationship, if you're always interrogating the other person, of course, you're always questioning their love. You don't address them correctly or appropriately because you are, you're, you're treating them as if they're guilty before they're proven innocent. You're doing the wrong thing. And it sucks to be you because you are always constantly going through their phones, their DMs. You're constantly trying to find a reason why you need to go through their information, their emails. Ooh, I'm going to tell you a story about the emails in a minute. But where is the trust? You're with that person because that's one of the pillars, right? Of love, trust. So if you truly trust that person, why are you acting like a detective? Why are you treating them like a criminal? Let that marinate for a minute. You're self-sabotaging your relationship. I just mentioned a minute ago that um, the email. Let me tell you about why I got a divorce. This is how it started. And this wasn't ultimately everything, but this is the first time the word was used. And anybody that has gone through a divorce, I oh, I know that you've, it made you stronger. I can tell you that much. But overall, I didn't have to go through one. I could have been married this year in 2020. June of 2020, I would have been married 21 years. That would have been a huge milestone in my lifetime. But that's something I'll, I may never get to. I'm 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 at year zero. I'm at negative I'm at negative one right now. <laughs> but eventually I'll get to add the years up over time. But overall I could have had those I could have had that experience, all that love, all that ooh, all the best of life under my belt with somebody that I want to share life with. But overall, the divorce word was thrown out over an email that my ex-wife read between me and my best friend talking to each other. He wanted me to invite friends to a a surprise birthday party. And did I say something in the email that was inappropriate? Yes. I'm not saying that she was just making everything up. I did something that was inappropriate. I said in the email, because he asked me like, oh, bring some bomb chicks and make sure they come to the party and invite them out. Mind you, my wife went to the same party. She knows the chicks and I'm completely faithful throughout my relationship. And yet, this was enough information for her to say that she wanted a divorce. In the email, I stated to my best friend, which we had these conversations publicly from the time we were teenagers and, and sometimes even up to now. <laughs> but we, we <laughs> I said to him in the email that, you know what? These chicks are bomb. And he asked me, how bomb are they? Because I don't want no butterheads at the party. And I was like, fool, these chicks are bomb enough to smash. Ooh, I know that you're right now. You're like, what? It was in an email 
about the chicks that I was inviting to the birthday party. And yes, I was just trying to validate the fact that I had good taste. I made a good decision about the people I invited. And it was just going to make the scene and the atmosphere much more livelier to have some trophies walking around that I never wanted. I had mine. I'm good. But overall, I was in the email. Guess what? She threw out the divorce word, which was the that was the beginning of the end. And what hurt me the most is that she didn't even remember the email. I asked her just a few years ago, of course, after our divorce. And I says, do you remember why we started the journey of getting divorced in the first place? She couldn't remember. It was over the email. It was petty. Could we have gotten over that? Absolutely. But our kids had to suffer. We had to go through a lot of heartache. Uh, Emotionally, physically, mentally, financially. Hardships. Because that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And really, there weren't a lot of other straws. So be careful how you address things with other people when you're being trying to be a detective. I'm going to deal with that to you. I'm going to throw you some nuggets on that one right here. But overall, be a lover and not a fighter in your relationship. Love. You got to. Why are you fighting the other person that you're with constantly? And that's the first nugget I'm going to drop for you. You got to be a lover and not a fighter. Because if you're not trying to give them the best of, you're giving them the worst of. And just because it's in the vows doesn't mean that you have to throw it in their face like punches. All right? Capiche? Good. So let the past be the past. I'm just saying overall, if you don't want to try to deal with the being somebody that just trying to have revenge or holding grudges, let their past be their past. Focus on the now and the future. If there's a mistake, because a lot these days, I can say it was it's a lot easier for people to be disrespectful in relationships, people to try to approach your mate and and to try to throw them off their course that they're on with being with you. And sometimes they can make a mistake and trust can be broken, but it could be rebuilt. So make sure that if you're able to restore the damage, do so and let the past be the past, work on the future. And as long as it's a mistake, you can get over it. But if this person's trying to make it a private pa- practice, if they're constantly doing these things over and over again, now you got an issue because now they're practicing with the privacy. And you know what I'm talking about. And <laughs> it's going to be all bad. So, number one, I'm about to hit you with it. Here you go. You ready? These nuggets. All right. These are ways to not self-sabotage your relationship. Number one, communicate effectively and timely. You have the power to communicate effectively and timely. You can do so. How do you do this? Let's do advanced communication. Advanced communication, especially when you're dealing with conflict, you're using words that include both of you. So you use the words like us, we, and I'll give you an example. Hey, babe, I know we've been having some issues lately, and I know that we want the best in our relationship. And I know that we can do this because our future looks bright, our. So in order for us to get better, I want to talk about these things and then focus on solutions. Okay? And it's that easy. But if you start off by saying, I'm I'm getting sick and tired of you 
not doing so-and-so or such-and-such is going to cause an issue because you're making that person defensive right off the bat. Or even if you put, on your, put yourself on a pedestal. So it's I. I always, especially if you're throwing, through, throwing out those exaggerations, always, never, um, what's another one? Always, never, you, I, I'm the only person in this relationship that's trying to make it work. You're the only one. The other person doesn't do anything. They don't bring any value to that. Then get out. It's that simple. Because other than that, you're carrying dead weight. But avoid the words I and you when you're dealing with conflict. Try to use inclusive words. And that brings more effective and advanced communication. Do it timely. Do it within the first 48 hours. So if you have an issue just like they do a murder... Address it as soon as possible. Don't hold it in and stay quiet. I made that mistake. I'm trying to tell you from experience. I didn't Google none of this. I'm telling you from experience. These are nuggets that's going to change and save your relationship. Hopefully save a marriage. Take heed. All right. Change the narrative. Change the narrative. This is another nugget for you. If you have pictures in your head of your mate being with somebody else reframe that especially when it's not factual I'm going to talk about that in a minute but you have to reframe you have to change the narrative because overall it it should be you in that picture you should be the one that's going out the way you picture it and see it in your head because if you're always painting these pictures and creating these movies and you're accusing the other person, you got to change the narrative. Speak the positive. See yourself in the picture. Create that positive environment. Know how to change the negative. I mean, change the narrative and turn that negative into a positive. And get the best out of your relationship, right? Nuggets! Express your feelings as feelings. Ladies. Fellas, yeah, express your feelings as feelings. Um, it frustrates me to see people and <laughs> they try to do reverse psychology. It's like, are you hungry? No, when you know you're hungry, you want that person to dig and to try to figure it out. I know you haven't eaten all day, babe. I know you're hungry. Well, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. Just because you got an attitude or you may not feel right about something doesn't mean that you got to play reverse like and express your feelings as feelings. So if I do something that's wrong and I ask you, what, what's, what's going on? Is it, did I do something wrong? No, I'm good. Do you. What? I'm hitting you with nuggets. Express your feelings. No, what you did frustrated me. What you did upset me. I felt disrespected. It didn't make me feel good, so can you not do that again in the future? This is the way to make me feel better. And you be direct. It's not something that you're going to play with and start throwing out there as just, uh, I don't really like that. What don't you like about it? Be direct. Humans, the way we communicate is we take words literally. Treat it as such, all right? More nuggets. Here you go. Deal with the facts and don't assume. (laughs) 
Don't accuse the person without having facts. You must have the facts. Because if you're assuming, guess what? Their excuses are valid. They're going to be on the defense. And after that, you're creating the bad picture. Because what? You heard it? You heard it from the grapevine? And if you did, for example, this is another nugget. Get rid of Debbie the Downer and Mad Mike's. If they're trying to destroy your relationship and there's nothing wrong, there's people that are just frustrated. They don't want to see other people thrive. They feed off a of negativity. These Debbie the Downers and Mad Mikes, they're always frustrated. They want it. You can't invite them around. You can't invite them to parties because they're going to ruin them. And they suck to be around because these people are always having issues. Misery loves company. Don't get involved in their company. Here's the last few nuggets right here, and I'm going to get ready to close. Take responsibility for your actions. Own up, fess up, be responsible for your actions. Be solution-minded and focused and driven. If you make a mistake, own up, fess up to it. I made a mistake when I sent that email. I'm ready to own up to that, and I got to make it right. But if it's something that's that big, and you make a mountain out of a molehill, we're both going down it. And we're going to tumble. We're going to get the scrapes. We're going to get the bruises. It's going to be damaged. Don't make them out out of the molehill, especially if you ain't got the facts. Especially when you're dealing with Debbie the Downers and Mad Mikes. Especially if you don't know how to take responsibility for your own actions. Next nugget. Set the tone and the energy you want to feel. Bring the joy. That other person can't always make you happy. You got to know how to create that for yourself. What type of person are you if you're not happy? That means you're a sad person and no one else is making you that way you choose to be that way so you got to know how to set the tone the energy and you got to be responsible for the type of vibe that you bring vibrancy is important people love the connects kinetic energy they love the vibe off of what you're doing how you're feeling bring that and there's times that we get drained and we get exhausted and we get deflated some you know sometimes we need to be pumped up But this can't happen all the time. This should be a rare occasion. It can't happen often. All right? Last nugget right here, as I get ready to close, is speak life. You got to know how to speak life. Words of affirmation, compliments, knowing how to accept the positive from the other person, and knowing that it's going to build the relationship. My mom said, This a lot when I was a kid. She said, if you don't have anything good to say, then what? You know it. Don't say nothing at all. Speak life. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Don't use divorce or end type of words in your relationship if you're not ready to go there. And if you do, be prepared to be 100% in. All right? That's these nuggets. I'm going to go ahead and close out. This is your boy, Dejan Rose. Thank you so much for listening to the self-sabotage episode here on relationships. And these nuggets, I'm going to always bring it to you real and raw, whether it be in business, relationships, or personal development. These will help you. I guarantee it. I'm living them now. Trust me on it. I'm out. Love you.